Welcome to the 10 Minute Mindshift Podcast. I'm your host, Janet Cagle, certified life coach, weight loss coach, and lover of all things related to up-leveling my life and yours. My goal is to help you get one step closer to your goal, whatever it is. My goal is not to keep you wrapped up in self-help all day, just 10 minutes. And who doesn't have 10 minutes, right? Hey friend, welcome back. And if this is your very first time ever listening, welcome. I'm happy you are here and you are going to be happy that you are here too. Because today I'm going to give you some little bite-sized knowledge nuggets to help you get through the holiday season this year and hopefully make this the best one ever. This is episode number 100. By the way, what? I am recording this the day after Thanksgiving, and even though it's just the two of us, we do all of the traditional Thanksgiving foods, way too much by some measures. But even as a kid, Thanksgiving was always my favorite holiday and just my favorite time of year. When we were kids, I remember either going to our cousin's house or they would come to our house. And I remember some Thanksgiving dinners, we were snowed in and we had a house full of priests and nuns from St. Andrew's Catholic Church. Some of my fondest memories are of my dad playing the guitar and my grandma Lindsley really ripping it up on the piano. They were both excellent musicians. My mom and my aunts would sing. And I remember thinking that they all just had the most beautiful voices. My cousins and I would sing and dance and we'd play. It was just a magical day for me. I don't recall feeling the stress of the holidays until I got older. As I grew into adulthood and started adulting, then I became very aware of the heaviness that the holidays can be for some, and even for me still, if I don't manage my brain around it. Some of my mind drama comes from thinking thoughts like, we don't do it right, we should travel and be with family, or it's not really a holiday if it's just us and no one else is around. My mind can go to, all this cooking is so wasteful, it's just the two of us, what were you thinking cooking this much food? I even have thoughts like, we don't have cool traditions like other families do, we need to do it different. What we do isn't special. I mean, my brain can go down a train of thought that would have me feeling miserable and uninspired if I let it. Today, I want to give you a mind shift and arm you with three tips to help you enjoy the holidays more this year and stress less. All right, let's dive in. This is the time of year that we all seem to pick up a little bit of the hustle and bustle and it seems to be, although a very joyous time of year, can also be very stressful time of year for a variety of reasons. For sure, since the COVID pandemic, holidays are different for many of us. Folks are not traveling and convening as much as they used to. And maybe that's you. And the thought of not spending time together with family just doesn't feel festive at all. I totally get it. For some of you, You have that crazy aunt or uncle that tends to get a little bit too tipsy or gets too loud and it feels like you don't have the energy to deal with them again this year. Some of my listeners find themselves alone on the holidays and that feels different than the aloneness they experience otherwise. I remember when I was newly married and my husband and I would go split our time between two families on the same day. That can be exhausting. I know that I have not hit on all the descriptions of all of the holiday reasons why the holidays might be stressful for you, but I think I captured a few. 
But just so that you can do this work for you this year, take a couple of minutes today and write out all of the things about the holidays and really hone in on the thoughts that feel like they might be contributing to the stress and overwhelm and maybe even dread. And here's why that's important. You have heard me say at least 50 times now that it's your thoughts that are creating the way you experience your life. But I know it feels like it's your circumstances that create your experience. I first learned about the thought model and how it works a long time ago, originally when I would listen to Brian Tracy. But then again, in 2016, when I found Brooke Castillo, I heard it in a way that really resonated and I could actually use it to change how I was experiencing my life and what I was creating. You can create a thought model on on purpose that can have you experiencing the holidays the way your heart desires, regardless of the circumstance. So just a quick reminder of what I'm talking about when I say the model, circumstances are things that happen. Then we have a thought about the circumstance and that thought is what makes the circumstance good or bad, positive or negative. The thought is what creates the feelings and emotions that we experience. We are fueled by those emotions to take certain actions, do all the things, say all the things, or in some cases, do nothing. Sometimes our emotions drive inaction. Then finally, we have the result that was created from our action or inaction. We have the result of how we experienced the circumstance based on the thoughts that we had about it. We create the way we are experiencing the circumstance, not the other way around. Let me give you an example so you can see how this works. Not that this is a real example or anything, but let's just use this scenario. Let's say hubby is being ornery and he gets snarky with me when I ask him a question. Not that that would happen, but let's just say. So I'm, a- I'm asking him a question and he has a snotty remark back and I feel like I am a bother to him. We might think that the entire scenario is the circumstance. Here's the trickiest part of the model. Only the facts go in the circumstance line. So in this case, I said words and hubby said words. My thinking that he was being snarky or snotty and that I'm a bother to him, those are just thoughts. They are the story that I am creating in my brain and therefore it is how I am interpreting the scenario and experiencing the event. Me thinking that I'm a bother to him makes me feel lonely. And when I feel lonely, I think about how sad that makes me feel. And I think how I wish I wasn't a bother to him. I think of ways that I can figure out how to be different next time. The result is that I'm thinking I am a bother. He just said words. I'm the one that gave them meaning. I created my entire experience by the thoughts that I had. This is actually something that can happen in many relationships, not just partnerships, but also friendships, coworkers, and bosses. I know that it's not pleasant when someone uses a tone, but what I want you to understand that it's not the tone or the words that are making you feel anything. It's the thought that you are having about them. We get to decide if the thought that we are thinking is a useful thought. And it will be the thought that will create the result that we want to experience. Or if we need to decide to think differently about the words and the tone. Here's something that works for me in this exact scenario. I don't make it mean anything about it, about me. I take me out of the scenario. So instead of me thinking that he's using a tone on me or being snarky to me, I just think he's using a tone, period. Being snarky, period. And here's the other thing. 
In episode 12, I talk about having a manual for how we think someone should behave or how they should act is like premeditated resentment. I recommend listening to that one next. He is a grown adult. He can say what he wants, however he wants, and it doesn't mean anything about me. It only means that's how he chooses to speak and the words that he chooses to say. I can make them mean that I'm a bother or I can make it mean that he's just having a bad day or that I caught him at a bad time. I could make it mean that he's just human and that's how humans talk sometimes. We get to decide what we want to make any of it mean. And that's how we decide if a thought is useful or serves us. The thoughts we have are going to produce the way we experience the circumstance. As humans, we try to control the sea land, sea line, the circumstance. We try to control how people show up in our lives in order for our life to be what we want to experience. That is where the wheels fall off the wagon. We are not in control of how other people act. They are. We are not in control of what other people say or do. They are. When we abdicate how we feel emotionally to another human, we are in emotional childhood. When we take full responsibility for how we feel and the experience that we create in our life, we are in emotional adulthood. So now... Let's relate this to the holidays. We are the ones who get to decide how we want to experience the holidays, regardless of what other people say or do, regardless of being alone or surrounded by family, regardless of how we choose to celebrate the holiday. It's your choice. It's our choice by the thoughts that we have and the thoughts that we choose to have. Years ago, my husband and I decided to stop shopping for gifts at Christmas time. We send the kids money and let them do all the shopping. We don't exchange gifts even with each other. That decision changed our entire holiday experience for us. But it's so funny when I share that with people, I get all kinds of responses like, oh, I wish I could do that. I just don't know how, I would, how it would feel like Christmas if I didn't do all the shopping. Or it, I would be furious if my husband didn't get me something for Christmas. Or what do you do with all that time if you're not wrapping and unwrapping gifts? Here's my answer. The feeling of Christmas comes from your thoughts about Christmas, not the shopping, not the gift exchange or the wrapping or the unwrapping of the gift. Now, here's what I want you to hear loud and clear. If you do the shopping and all of that is energizing you, carry on. If it's how you want to experience the holiday, then rock on. But if the hustle and bustle does not energize you, and if you want to experience the holiday a little more peaceful and calm, that's an option for you. So many times I hear people say how they will be glad when Christmas is over. They can't wait until after the holidays to get their life back in order. I want you to know that the holiday and what you're celebrating is your experience to, to create for yourself. And it doesn't have to be something that you wish to be over. The holidays, whatever holiday we're talking about or whatever holiday you celebrate, you are choosing how to celebrate it. The holiday itself is neutral. It's a circumstance. In the thought model, the holiday goes on the sea line. It's your thoughts about the holiday that has you feeling overwhelmed or rushed, stressed, lonely, aggravated. When you take action from those emotions, that creates holiday drama, the holiday drama that you might be experiencing. 
This is the time of year that offers us an opportunity to really decide the experience that we want to experience. I have a friend who is really dreading seeing her mom at Thanksgiving. She anticipates her mom being critical and saying things like, the turkey isn't as moist as last year, or the pie crust might have a pinch too much salt. When her mom says these things, my friend feels hurt. Here's what I want you to see. She thinks that she's feeling hurt by what mom says. Now hang with me. You might be thinking the same thing. I get it. But she is feeling hurt because of the thought that she has about mom's words. So when I ask her what she's thinking, she says, nothing I ever do is good enough. People, mom saying pie needs more more salt isn't hurting your feelings. You thinking nothing you do is ever good enough is what's making you feel hurt. Do you see that? As humans, we take what people say and add a story and meaning and interpretation. And generally, we don't make it a happy one or even neutral. We go straight to worst case scenario. We need to stop making everything mean anything about us and stop looking to mom to say the perfect words in order for us to feel good about ourselves. That's not her job anyway. It's not mom's job or boss's job. It's not husband's job, daughter's job. It's an inside job. Just love all the people exactly the way they are. Let them just be them. Drop the expectation that they should be any different in order for us to feel good enough. You feeling good enough is your feeling to generate by the way you think, not by what other people say or do. I hope that something resonated with you in this episode, and I hope that you feel determined to experience the exact holiday that you desire. Now, here are three keys to doing just that. Number one, drop the manual for how others should show up. Number two, decide how you want to experience the holiday and only do that. Number three, decide the thoughts that serve you and think those thoughts. All right, my friends, that's what I have for you today. And now go have the best day ever. That's a wrap. I hope that you were able to experience a mind shift of your own today. Listen, if you love this podcast, you should totally check out my Life by Design six-week boot camp. It's a work-at-your-own-pace workshop and something that you can do over and over and over again to up-level your results. If a one-on-one coaching program is more your jam, I am all in. Just shoot me an email and get ready for a transformation at the speed of life.